0: There's no way at the coach, you can say that I have an experienced rationale above my players on something like the wall. Let's see does this work together. And then if you get a good vibe off it, let's bring it in. If you don't, all right, call
1: Subscribe to the Rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
2: Rugby on Off The Ball.
1: With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.
0: You're very welcome back. It's Cameron here on Off The Ball. So I'm joined today by Elton Dolan and Sean O'Brien. They're here as part of the Heineken Love Rugby campaign, which encourages sports fans and non-sports fans alike to enjoy some friendly rivalry this spring as Dublin gets set to host the Heineken Champions Cup final in, in the Aviva Stadium on Saturday, May 20th. The former Connacht teammates will be rivals on the pitch as Sean O'Brien's Exeter Chiefs. Take on Ulton Lance LaRochelle for a spot in the Heineken Champions Cup final in Dublin. Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. How are you? Good now. Very good, thanks. Too bad at all, not too bad. So um just to go through some of the records here, you um, from a broader perspective, La Rochelle and Exeter have faced off twice in the Champions Cup before. I'm afraid it's 2-0 to Exeter. So Ulton, you really need to get one back this time.
2: Okay, well, uh, I'll make sure to say that in the dressing room next week, just to really have the level <laughs> of uh, excitement.
0: Yeah, because you know, <laughs> before, before that, you weren't taking it
2: seriously. No, I think I think a bit of motivation can't help, can't can hurt you, man. So uh, yeah. let's get that, let's get that around around the change
0: rooms. Uh, Sean, your path to the final this year, this time around, has been kind of or semi today. Say us not preempt anything. Um, <laughs> has been rather eventful so last time 42-19 against the Stormers pretty comprehensive win 33 all against Montpellier is an interesting result you got through on count. what was that like?
1: Yeah it was a weird one um, they they had obviously gotten a red card early enough in the game and um, we were pretty much in control um, and then I think there was there was only 5 or 10 minutes left and we were two scores up and they scored was it a couple of tries or a penalty and a try and kind of started panicking a bit then and it went to extra time and i think they scored a um they got a, a try in the in the first half of extra time and we were, we were talking us at uh, halftime and the the coaches got the message down that if we scored another try we would win on most tries scored in the game so I think when we heard that, we were, we were confident that you know we could definitely score and 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 win the game, but uh, yeah, definitely definitely a weird one to play in.
0: Yeah, you know, I was expecting a maybe a rugby penalty shootout, which are always weird, but like a quirky aspect of the game. So, um, like if they'd scored another try, that would have been great. I could have got that, but anyway, we will move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, that I'll was it. so. Yeah, you'll take. Okay, good. good. I'm glad there's no of loss or anything. That's good. <laughs> um, you made the step up this year, the Champions Cup rugby, from playing like the Premiership Rugby Cup not too long ago. Um, was it a big jump in terms of quality and the types of play you're doing, or did you find it duck to water kind of stuff?
1: Um Like it's it, it it's obviously a, a, a massive step up, but you know, like you're. You're training at a, such a high intensity every week that when you do go in, you feel like you're definitely more than ready, and you kind of just have to slot in as best as, as best as possible. Um, I haven't felt out of my depth or anything. Like I feel quite comfortable. Um, I think with, like with every game that I play, I'm definitely getting more and more comfortable.
0: Um. There's news for you as well in the last couple of days. So you're going to Munster um, next season. Uh, we mentioned it already. You were a Connacht before and as a Connacht person, I'm annoyed about that because you decided not to come back to the sports ground. But look, anyway, <laughs> um, why did you choose Munster? Um, I mean, like
1: it's obviously such a, such a massive club with, with like unreal history as well. Um they're very ambitious for the future and um, like that obviously really excites me and the chance to be able to move back to Ireland and, and be closer to home and family, um, it was one that like, uh, it, it was tough but I didn't really have to think about it for too long either.
0: holton well, you've you moved away from Connacht uh, last season, you had La Rochelle as we said before, that comes off the back of a promise you made to your late mother um, that you would play in France someday. How, how have you found it so far?
2: Uh, it wasn't that wasn't really a promise. It was more she voiced her interest and in, she voiced her um, interest in me someday playing and. Obviously, it. Uh, uh, I, I I pretty much felt the same. It was always kind of a goal that it would have been real nice to to someday try get into French culture and, and, and see if I could get in for for a, for a team in France. So um, so just looking at how 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 it came off and how, how I was able to find such a club. But um, yeah, not the not the simplest season, uh, not the simplest first season abroad. But uh, but I'm lucky to be enjoying my rugby at this time in the, at this at this time of the year now. So uh, yeah. Not too bad, all, all all things considered.
0: You obviously wanted to keep the Atlantic Coast somehow in there. Larochelle and Galway, obviously both there. Um, they're around the same size population. Uh, Galway is the it's, same. The it's same it's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's
2: seventy ish thousand. I'm like, hmm. Larochelle feels bigger. But um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It does feel. It really does feel bigger. You know, You'll probably visit it at some stage, maybe you know, maybe next year on World Cup. But uh, yeah, I, I felt like it was—it just feels like a bigger town, and it's got the a ring road and. It's thin, uh, but yeah, somehow seventy thousand as well, but and and compared to, to neighboring towns you've never heard of, it's smaller, like right, yeah. Was that it's
0: was that an offer to put me up when I come over to La Rochelle? Was that what you were
2: doing there? Ah, you. There's loads of nice places. So you, you'll figure that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Next, you're very, welcome over. you're very welcome. <laughs> well, thank
0: you very much. Um, <laughs> when Larachelle won the Champions Cup last year, you defending champions. We got a glimpse of just how like crazy. The love is for rugby over there, with the scenes of the homecoming and um, the bus coming back and the throngs of people. I think half the city turned out to welcome them yeah. home. What? Can you just give us a sense of what the rugby culture is like there? Is it totally different it's,
2: to back home here? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they're both they brilliant. They're both great. You can't you can't ever say a bad word about our support in, in any sport, really. But um, but uh, yeah, it's just. I suppose it might be a little bit more intense. It's a little bit. Uh, the fans are just lovely. Like from the from my first few days there, had to had to had to have a taste of the local boulangerie, and immediately there was friends, there was there's people coming up saying welcome to Arshell and all that. So, uh, but since then, you know, we've had a packed out home crowd for I think it's seventy eight games on the trot. It's been sixteen thousand every game. I'd say there's probably been more than that for some. So they're just, they're unbelievably yeah, mad about rugby here. And, just, you know, it's, it's great that results have been going our way because they, they really deserve, a, deserve, uh, deserve good results for, for how, how, how well they support the, the squad.
0: Um, at Exeter, Sean, uh, we were talking today about things we might have f- forgotten that happened. I would forgot that Bayern Munich won a Champions League. Um, in 2020 people often forget that Exeter won the Champions Cup in 2020 as well Um, it's weird because we talk about the the prominent English clubs in the European game like Saracens and Leicester and Northampton and Wasps and Bath to a certain degree Exeter rarely ever comes up in the conversation at least the conversations I'm having is that something felt within the club that there's a little bit of disrespect about the the massive achievements that club has made over the last while
1: um I don't really know. I think it's it's definitely not forgotten around here. Um, you know, like it it might be because you know, like I think this is only the twelfth or thirteenth season in the Premiership, so still like quite a relatively new thing for I suppose the city to be regularly playing in Champions Cups and and Premiership Finals and things like that. But um, I suppose you kind of have to play with that underdog mentality a bit and that's always what Exeter has been Um, and I think definitely using that to to our advantage does work but at the same time you you can't get too bogged down on what other
0: people and other clubs say and think. Yeah yeah that's true as well Um, but on what other people say and think I guess I'm always interested in hearing what people think of our Irish what Irish rugby is famous for what are the aspects of an Irish back for instance that everybody looks at we look at say a New Zealand player and we know there's going to be a great offload game great physicality Uh, Conan O'Donnell who used to be uh, who was iconic for a while said that work rate is something that always comes up is it just that or have you noticed something that they see in Irish backs and go oh that's distinctly Irish that we want some of that in our club
1: Um, I'm not too sure to be honest with you I think when I think of an Irish back, I'd probably think, you know, smart rugby player with a good skill set. And I think that's a credit to the coaching setup up in, in Ireland and, and the provinces and the clubs. Like it, like having having a good skill set and being a smart rugby player is kind of drilled into you from a young age. And I think that definitely shows.
0: Colton, for yourself, um, were there any goals you set before you moved over to La Rochelle? I know there were certain parts of your game that had kind of tapered off in the last few years was there something that you really wanted to get um on top of with this move or did you have any sort of goals or were you just going to enjoy your rugby?
2: um i suppose naturally is to be able to play my best rugby and yeah you're, you're you're right i wouldn't have been happy with how i've been going the last definitely last season last season just felt felt way off what I, what I was uh, used to and the kind of rugby uh, I, I'd be happy with. So um, I suppose this whole season's been about just getting back to uh, being satisfied with myself on, on, the, on the field and naturally it brought its own challenges, being ch- changing position and all that. But, uh, but I think physically I've been happy with how I've been going, certainly in the latter half of the season. Um, and I think the coaches... Must have been two because of, because I've been playing a bit more <coughs> or been given more uh, more chances. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's just the goals naturally or obviously I suppose it would be to 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 do the double to win both both tournaments. We're we're in we're in a pretty good position in both now, so it's it's getting to that kind of. The mentality seems to be changing amongst everyone and it's really cool to see how people are applying themselves. Uh, but yeah, the, the the big the big goal is to win both and uh, and I think we're capable.
0: You were being coached by the person you replaced on your international debut in Dunakarayan all those years ago. <laughs> what have you learned from him or what has he been able to help you with in terms of your game since moving over there?
2: Um, well, he's... Even back, back when... A few years ago when we were in camp together, his whole thing was, he's a really approachable guy. He's a lovely fella. Anyone I think that meets him would say the same to be honest, but uh, he was always keen to help and keen to get me to get some experience in calling. And so back when I would have been in camp, let's say it was 2016, 2017, he was just like, you have to sit down with me and be talking about line outs sure. It was all about trying to get me to, to just, uh, get a grasp of the line of calling a bit more back then. And I was always a bit, I was left a bit disappointed. I didn't do it enough when when, when it came time for him leaving and all that. So he's been a great help this, this year. Just he, he's, he hasn't changed at all. I mean, he's obviously it's a player coach relationship more so now, but um he's the same helpful, he's the same uh, approachable, you know, coach now. That, that is just keen to to get you to get to be confident about the different things. You might need work on and all that. And he's yeah, he's just it, it's been nice that as a, even though that sorry the culture shock isn't that big because I've had uh, helpful uh, coaches in him.
0: And you're with Raj as well there. And um, our own Alan Quinlan was saying a couple of weeks ago that he went to the Gloucester game and was struck by. O'Gara's sort of calmness on the touchline, very Klopp-esque, congratulating the players when they went off giving them a pat on the back. Is that the O'Gara you're used to or is there a bit more of a frenetic en-
2: energy or is there always that calmness? Yeah, he's, uh, I suppose he's he's always quite composed when he's, when he's speaking um, and uh, he just does, he's a he's a i think it's from being a rugby player himself and from being in these positions he 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 has a really good understanding of where we are mentally both in good and bad ways at good and poor bad times like before the game he, he can pick up the first complacency and if so Oh, he'll flip like that, and we will not realize. Okay, it's us, not him. Um, and we've had to take big learnings because of that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, he just has a right, a good understanding of of of, of us, uh, and but naturally he's, he's quite understanding of uh, of what we need and, 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 how, and how to deal with different people. So he's, uh, yeah, all it, I think he's just got a good balance of it.
0: And is he getting properly engaged in the training sessions? I've seen images of him, you know, kicking the ball around and he's talked about it on this show before, but is he right involved with um, the actual physical aspect or does he take a step back?
2: Oh, uh, what do you mean? As in, would he be ball carried and stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah. Is he running into contact with no.
2: Salon, for instance? He, he might. Uh, he, I think it was, um, I'm trying to think. It was, uh, I think it was the day before it comes around. Something like that. We did a walkthrough in the morning and I, he just got glimpses of his career, I think. <laughs> and he was getting the ball and doing a little, little sidestep and carry as if he was uh, the opposite ten And, that's, that's good that, but uh, but no, he's. I mean, he's a coach. Obviously, you do miss. Uh, you do miss your your good days and stuff. And uh, he he still has it though in some ways. So. Uh,
0: <laughs> Are you just saying that now because you think he's going to be watching?
2: He's going to hear this. He's going to be like, what the hell? is <laughs> <it?" laughs>
0: <laughs> No. Nah. Uh, Sean, uh, there were some interesting co- uh, quotes from David Sephora when you were moving away to Exeter and the uh, move was announced and said, if Sean ends up at Exeter, maybe it will be a good thing for him for a couple of years and will fit into his own personal development. That doesn't mean he's lost to Irish rugby, but that it's going to happen from time to time. And I don't think there's ever going to be anything we can do about that. And it's something that's come up over the last couple of years in terms of where our players are coming from, that there's more of a Leinster focus. And of course, we only have four professional sides on this island. But from your perspective, you know, Jack Dunn is also over at Exeter now, um, moving from Leinster last year. There will be probably more and more Irish players going abroad for a couple of years. Did you view this as sort of an apprenticeship or go away, learn a few things for a couple of years, come back into the Irish system at some point, hopefully? Or are you just taking it as it comes? What was your plan with this move? Um, probably
1: a little bit of both. Um at the time I was very much take it as it comes and you know, I signed a two year deal but I wasn't thinking any further than that. Um I think if I if I was obviously playing here week in, week out and I was really enjoying my rugby, it would probably take me a lot to leave. Um and I obviously I, I am really enjoying my rugby here, especially at the minute, but it's more just probably lack of lack of opportunities. Um but at the same time, I mean, a young Irish player obviously wants to play with Ireland someday. So that's that's definitely in the back of your mind the whole time. Um so you know, I, I I definitely feel I've grown as a player here in the last two years and I think I'm I'm definitely going back to Ireland a much better player. So hopefully I can put put all that into motion and hopefully get in a green jersey someday.
0: And Munster next year they're bringing in Alex Nankovell as well um dan goggins moving on chris farrell's unavailable of course and malika fekatoa is leaving after a year so it feels like between yourself fresh and nankovil there's going to be a new look center partnership does that put a bit of pressure on you that there's not maybe someone more senior that you can bounce off or are you relishing the opportunity to be part of this new look um center partnership
1: um no definitely definitely relishing it yeah um i suppose Oh, there'll be other other people in the in the squad that you're going to be able to learn off, but like Nankivil, Frisch, Rory's kind of like you know you 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 naturally pick things up off other players anyway, especially in a similar position to you. But um, yeah, definitely looking to be part of, the, of a a fresh midfield
0: there. Yeah, Alton, you've talked before about. Being excluded from the 2019 World Rugby World Cup squad and how it sort of affected you, and you said when I think back in January you were talking about this move and said I know this is going to put me out in the cold internationally for a little bit. But do you did this move? Are you kind of comfortable with this being like the line that's being drawn under your international career? I'm going to just enjoy my rugby from now on and see where La takes me, and you know pick up a bit of silverware or is there an intention on your part to eventually come back into the Irish system?
2: Um, Well, I mean, you're not, I'm not enjoying my rugby if I'm not playing my best. So, you know, it's, I think the whole thing of being here and being one of the better clubs in, in, in France is helping, you know, helping raise the standards, you know, for myself, helping bring the best out of myself. Um, they, they, they drive a good standard. You're, you're mixing with international players with like serious caliber of players day in day out, and uh, it's just been a great challenge. It hasn't been easy at all, and uh, that's kind of that all ties in with the enjoyment factor. You know, you're, you're 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 mixing with this with this kind of standard and and winning results, and hopefully silverware is the end goal, and um, and that's it. Like it's a. That, that that is the goal for now, for the foreseeable, provided uh, we get to win some Um But uh, but yeah, obviously the whole decision to to leave to you know being left out of squad that that was all decided before signing. You know, it's uh, you got to live your decision and uh, and make the most of it. You know,
0: just one final one for me, guys, and it's a very difficult question because you do have the semi final to come up. But the other side of the draw is Leinster and Toulouse. Um, might start with you, Sean. Is there one of those two teams you'd prefer to face, or is it kind of a rock and a hard place?
1: Um yeah, I think it probably is a rock and a hard place either way. <laughs> you know, it's they're they're two top quality teams. Um definitely obviously two of the best teams in Europe, so we, we we just have to worry about beating La Rochelle. So don't care who we play after that, as long as we get to the final.
0: And Olton yourself, there's a bit of revenge out there for Leinster. Uh from last yeah. season, they want to face you guys. But maybe you want to face Toulouse, the guys you know too well, and are trying to catch in the top fourteen. Is there a preference there for yourself?
2: I think personally, there would be. Yeah, you know, provided we get there, there would be no preference. Uh, I feel one way or another, we might have to get Toulouse anyway. You know the way the way they've been going and the way they're standing in the in the top fourteen, and obviously Leinster, the history that they have there. It'll be cool for me to get to play against other former, you know, colleagues and teammates. So, uh, but yeah, the two formidable teams. So one way or another, it's a it's a very very tough game. So, um,
0: so basically, not to lose. A bit of variety, maybe, and a little bit of answer instead.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, both both team both games are going to be very tough. It's, yeah. Uh, if you ask everyone my teammate, they might have a different answer. <laughs> but personally, I don't. I don't mind. I think it'd be cool uh, going back to Dublin. It'd be really cool to to have uh, friends and family come up to it. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly mind. I think, I think both games are going to be real tough anyway. So, but yeah, Leinster are definitely uh, on on some run this this season. So uh, yeah, It'll be well, cool.
0: listen, lads. I, all I can do is wish you luck in this semi final. Don't. Batter the hell out of you because we'd like a good final as well but best of luck in the semi-final and the rest of your seasons and hopefully chat soon
2: thanks very, very much. much all the best cheers man. thanks
0: very much Ulton Delan and Sean O'Brien there Rugby on Off The Ball
1: with Vodafone main sponsor of the Irish rugby team we all belong to the team of us